Everybody, welcome to Inside the Genie's Lamp podcast. If you are someone who has been on a constant roller coaster of losing weight, gaining it back, and the amount of frustration that comes with finding reliable health advice, this is the podcast for you. We are health and mindset specialists that want to coach you so fucking well that we not only help you achieve the physical results you're after, but help improve your relationship with your food, your body, and yourself from a mental and emotional standpoint so that we can become completely redundant to you. Yes, you heard that right. We coach our clients to make us redundant. Thank you so much for listening in. Your support means the absolute world to us. Without further delay, let's jump into your episode of Inside the Genie's Lamp. Everybody, welcome back to Inside the Genie's Lamp. Tis your boy. Me. That's it. It's just me. There has been a common theme, and that is that people are lacking motivation at an all-time high, low, at an all-time low. I don't know. Either way, people suck at having motivation right now, and that's totally fine, because I am too. The big thing that I really want to get across in this is that for what we are about to cover is that this is all on you. This is what works for me. I'm going to tell you that. I'm going to tell you what works for people. Um, and then obviously if you get upset by that, then fantastic. We know that we've hit on a, on an important note and that's totally cool. The main reason it's going to jump straight in. The main reason why a lot of people suck with motivation at this time of the year is because a, in Australia, it's not summer. It is cold as fuck. We have the beautiful culmination of, I mean, seasonal depression is super fun, but where are you the most motivated in the year? Usually in the new year because of the resolutions and all of that fun stuff. Yes, most resolutions are abandoned by Valentine's Day. But if you do have some sort of consistency, particularly in Australia, during summer, it's usually the daylight savings, it's longer days, it's hotter outside, it's a lot easier to be motivated to go and do those things. But then when it gets towards the colder months, that is also in the middle of the year. So not only is it in the middle of the year where it absolutely sucks and it's like, oh, I've been doing this for a while. And particularly if you're a beginner for fat loss, you would have seen your fat loss start extremely high. And let's just say you've been perfectly consistent and everything over the last six months in when it gets to around about June, July, that is typically where you're going to notice your weight start to plateau or things start to be not as effective as they used to be. So not only are you going to start questioning everything that you have been doing of, oh, am I doing the right things? Do I need to adjust my calories? Should I be going harder? Should I have more rest days? Should I do this, that, whatever it's going to be? You're going to think about all the adjustments that you need to do uh, and you don't really need to make many adjustments whatsoever. So not only do you start questioning yourself, things get colder, and then it's also been a while since you've been, well, it's been a while. It's also been six months that you've started doing this journey. Hopefully now there's more habits and things in place and you're not just blindly being like, I do this because I do this. Hopefully there's an actual reason behind it, which takes me to my next point. If you wanna be good at something and if you wanna be consistent with it and if you wanna get good results from that thing over a long period of time, you have to know why you're doing something. Otherwise you are really just fucking around and you're being like oh yeah cool i want to lose weight why do you want to lose weight because i want to lose weight fan fucking tastic let's go for it then it's not going to be motivating because as soon as you see the weight loss or the yeah the weight loss not happen or you see the scales go up slightly gone immediately gone thank you truck who just tooted in acceptance outside as soon as the weight doesn't go down my only goal is weight loss and since i'm doing these things that suck and should equate to weight loss that weight loss is now not happening. Do I change everything about what I'm doing? Or I have completely failed and fucked up somewhere and I'm not sure where I'm going to over restrict. And then it leads to a massive cycle that I'm sure many of you are very aware of. 
It's cold, it's wet, it's windy. No one likes it. It's been six months since the start of the year and we are usually going to see an uptick in motivation when the weather starts to get better. But what do you do now while the weather is shit? The most common thing, the most common thing that I'm seeing with a lot of people is their goals or reasons for doing things just fucking suck. They just do. They are terrible, terrible goals. Like it's good to have goals, but if they're your only goals or the only reasons why you're doing something, you're probably going to fall off and you're probably going to like crash and burn like you have done before. If you want to lose weight, why do you want to lose weight? Common answers. Because I want to be a good role model to my kids because I'm sick of feeling like this because I hate waking up in the morning and having to do blah, blah, blah. I hate going shopping because I always have to shop at these particular stores that only suit, that only stock particular sizes. It's how, and, and this is going to hit for some people, how inconvenient is your life now compared to you know, 10, 15, 20 kilos, whatever your goal weight is or whatever it is that you're wanting to get down to, how inconvenient is your life now compared to where it was? And if all of those inconveniences don't add up to a fuck this type of moment, then that's, that's really what I'm looking for from a lot of people. Because when you have that down moment, it pushes you up so much harder. It pushes you up into fuck this, I'm doing it. There's a little bit of anger. There's a little bit of why did I let myself do this? How could I do this and that? And I know a lot of you have already had those moments because obviously that's why we're typically yo-yo dieting because we go fuck this and we want to lose weight and then we lose the weight and then we gain it back and we go fuck this and then that's the vicious cycle that we're in. But hopefully now you are smart enough, if you're listening to the podcast and willing to bet, you are smart. So if you are smart enough to recognize that it's not just about weight loss now because you've lost the weight, but then you've gained it back. So what do we do from here? The important thing to recognize is that you need a good goal. You need a good purpose. You need an emotional response to be able to push you forward. Because I have, where are we? We're in July. In July, uh, I'm now 84.5 kilos, which is, you have no context for that. 83 kilos is about my sort of perfect area. If I'm at 83, I'm like, yep, cool. Everything's all good. I don't have to change anything about my lifestyle. As soon as I get to 84 plus, I go, hey, buddy, let's maybe pull in the snacking or the this or the that, or maybe let's pick up your training. That's where I'm like, oh, okay, I need to start picking my shit up. Because when I was 87, 88, 89 plus, that's where I noticed that things were just uncomfortable. I didn't like my stomach. I didn't like my muscles. I didn't like my body really. And I didn't like the habits that I had because they were either tracking during the week and then weekend warrior style, or it was just snacking all the time, no tracking whatsoever. And it would be lunch. Okay. Where's the sugar hit? There is no sugar hit. I'm going to get a bag of lollies. I'm going to do that and have them through the day. There's an extra five, 700 calories I didn't need. So picking up that in terms of the scales and how I feel relates to my habits, behaviors that I have during that particular time. Um, I am now tracking calories and macros and getting back into the swing of things and taking back control to be able to get down to 80, which I'm hoping by the time that I finish and get to 80 kilos, I can do a quick two to four week reverse diet and then maintain it around 81, 82 as opposed to getting to 83 and then maintaining that. I want to get down and then reverse diet just a smidge so that I can go back to normal calories and normal habits, behaviors, and essentially just figure out why the fuck am I snacking? And ultimately I know why. I'm working from home now a hell of a lot more and I'm bored as shit and I don't like it. 
for someone like myself, that it is very, usually very easy to say, I'm back on tracking calories, macros, go and do that. And then I stop and essentially maintain for as long as I want until I notice my habits behavior is starting to slip. And then I pick it back up again. It's easy for me because that is my job. It is my entire career. When A happens, I know that that is affecting LMNOP all the way through the fucking Greek alphabet as well. I know why these things are happening. Obviously, I know what I need to do, but I'm just not doing it. In terms of what I know that I need to do, I know exactly. Boom, I can do this. Why have I not? Because I have tracked and told myself three, four times this year, I'm getting back on calorie macro tracking on Monday. I've said that to myself. So first off, people out there, you are not alone. Fucking professionals do it as well. It's... <laughs> I don't consider myself a professional whatsoever, <laughs> but we do it too. So I've told myself three, four times this year that I'm getting back on, I'm tracking calories, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. And for some reason I just haven't. But this time when, I'm, when I've said I want to track calories and macros, what has been the difference between actually doing it now properly and at the moment sticking to it as opposed to last time? Um, probably fine, don't need to do that. And let's just say chickening out or not doing it. The main reason now, previously, it was I'm kind of unhappy with my body. Immediately that turned around into, oh shit, I'm still the same weight. And I'm still feeling good. So it must be mental health. Let's sort that out and then sort it out. It's all good. Have some fun. Hey, everything's all, everything's all happy and no longer as spicy, which is good. Especially for a white boy who cannot handle spice whatsoever. Doesn't help when your brain's extra spicy because I am a mild boy. Mild boy. Hello, Lilo. Do you want to party with a mild boy? You want to come up here? Look at your little bear paws. You're so cute. Um, so yeah, that's, that's where I'm at. The reason that I'm doing things now is because Beth said that she wants to do it. I want to track calories and macros and I want to do these things. And both of us sort of said, we're not really happy with where we are in terms of physicality and how our bodies are feeling. So I said, all right, if you're in, I'm in. And I was like, okay, let's do this. So then it was using each other as accountability to be able to do those things. But ultimately for me, whether we both stick to it or not, I have this goal in my head that I'm going to get to 80 kilos because I just want to see if I can get to 80 kilos. Main reason being, I am annoyed at myself that I keep getting to a particular, should I lose weight? Should I not lose weight? Am I happy? Am I unhappy? What am I doing? And there's so much questioning going around. Do I have to track calories macros again? Do I have to do this? Do I have to do that? I'm very annoyed at that, to be completely honest. I hate that, um, obviously, this is my career and this is what I do because I have these thoughts and I know what it's like to go through these things. Uh, so that's exactly why I do what I do is because I've been you before, most likely. But if you've had kids, I can't have kids. So there you go, figure that out. Um, apart from that, now Lilo's gone running. She's gone crazy in the other room. Uh, so I want to be able to get that down because I'm sick of the questions that are happening in my head and I'm sick of just ultimately not feeling confident within myself. I used to be able to say A plus B equals C, done. And now there is so much extra shit going on in my head about should we do this and what about this and what about that? I know there's like 10 times the amount of responsibility, probably a hundred times the amount of responsibility that I have now compared to previously but I want to take back control somewhere. And I can easily do that through calories and macros. And I know that if I don't take back that control there, I'm gonna take it back in 
training. And I know that I can only push myself so far with training before I end up burning out or popping out a pre-existing injury. And that's not great, especially since I'm in the middle of rehab. So training is as consistent as it is allowed to be. Interesting phrase. Uh, so everything with work is fun. And that's what I'm doing. Work is fun. I really want work for the last half of this year, especially after some chats with my therapist. I want work to be fun. And it should be fun. And it always was fun in figuring out how the fuck can I do this? I wonder if we can do this. I wonder what about this? And I need to get that flexibility and adaptability back in terms of just having fun in business and letting the fun bring the income and the joy and the marketability and all of these things that ultimately... I would like to believe that people sign up because of my personality. That is my differentiating factor. But at the end of the day, people are only going to sign up if you get results. If I didn't get results, but I was the funniest cunt in the world, people would be like, ha ha ha, let me know when you're touring. I'm not giving you all of that money for a health program because obviously you don't get results, Travis. So I would understand that. So it is a fine line between, hey, I need to call you out on some shit here and let's push this to be able to get some results because that's what you're paying for as well as that in-between line of i'm going to give you what you need and what you want but more likely what you need because in the end of the days in the end of the days in the end of days at the end of the day i know that what you need is also going to be what you want because come on Ooh, little lilo's here to say hello aren't you oh don't lick please don't lick ah <laughs> Because at the end of the day, you're here to get results. And the things that you need to do right now to be able to get the results that you want, that is going to be the stuff that you're going to end up wanting long term. Because a lot of people, when you fall off, what do you do? You result back to, or you resort back to your habits, behaviors, and lifestyle, ultimately. Oh, that was so fucking cute, little girl. Good girl. Um, sounds weird if you don't know that I have a dog in my lap. <laughs> that was so fucking cute, little girl. Now stop, ah, stop licking and biting. Stop it. You're a little, oh, she's got a little joker face going on at the moment. and so cute. Um, so yeah, completely forgot where I was. Thanks, little one. Uh, find, <laughs> motivation. Find the thing that is going to motivate you. And I can guarantee you that weight loss is not going to be. Find the deep root cause reason as to why you are wanting to lose weight, why you are needing to lose weight in the first place. And what is it going to be this time that you can focus on that's not weight loss, because I know that's a goal, but we don't have to put 100% of our focus into a goal. We can put all of our focus distributed across many goals to be able to make sure that we are moving in the right direction of the goal. So what is the goal? What is the why? What is the purpose? What is the emotional reason? What is the emotional response? Why are we here? What are you doing? Because ultimately, life is boring as fuck when you don't have a purpose. At least that's what I feel. If I don't have a project, please don't lick my hand. If I don't have a project going, I feel bored. And I spoke to my therapist about this, about why does my brain always need to be on 24-7? Why can I not sit down and relax and do this? And... I know for me that it used to stem from previous mental health issues. All right, I have to put you down, little one. Oh, no, I'll hold on to you. I know that it stems from previous mental health issues where I didn't want to be alone with my thoughts. And the busier that I was, the more that I was able to actually keep myself. Uh, 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 no. And of course, Lilo goes absolutely crazy. Um, the busier that I was, the less that I had to deal with my thoughts and mental health and all of that fun stuff. So 
the catch 22 of that, the busier that I was, the more the business ended up growing. So then it became, I don't want to be alone with my thoughts because I don't like them because who fucking would when you're in that state (coughs) to let's just be as busy as possible. Being as busy as possible led to the business expanding and becoming what it is. So then it became this massive thing of if I'm not busy, then I'm not being successful. And that means I'm going to lose the business. And it was a massive, as you can see, it was a massive thing that I had to deal with. At the moment, my therapist has said, who defines rest for you? And for me, I was like, well, I like video games that occupy my brain because I don't have to think about anything. I can just focus on this one thing. And that's it. I like doing that. I like having a garden project. I like playing a video game that takes all of that response from me. I like working on work sometimes. I like D&D. These things that require creative processes or for me to think, if I can put all of my attention and focus into that thing, it becomes rest and relaxation for me and that actually recharges me. If I, It is still good to get away and to zone out and just do quote-unquote nothing and sit on the couch with Beth, but I like doing those things because it works for me. So that's my rest and relaxation. And that for me, as long as I don't do too much of it, like if I do all video games all the time, all of a sudden it's not relaxing. If I do all work all the time, it's not relaxing, it's not recharging. That's just me saying, I like this more than all, because I don't want to rest and relax and be alone with my thoughts. So I can't even remember where I was going with this. But anyway, fun fact for you about my therapy. That relating to motivation and how to have those goals the goal for me, all right, little one, I've got to pop you down. I'm sorry. Whoa, good girl. So the goals and motivation for me at the moment are <coughs> to have fun, to enjoy life. Because if I can end up doing that, then the majority of what I'm after is going to get ticked anyway. Like if I'm having fun, I'm going to be myself. I'm going to do these things. I'm going to learn more because I'm just curious and learning more about things. I hope this is making sense because in my brain, I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about, Travis? (laughs) The more that I have fun, the more I relax and rest and recharge and do things for myself and set boundaries and do things that make me feel good. That that is where I have the most success, both in terms of scale weight, in terms of strength, in terms of business development, in terms of just levels of happiness, I suppose. That's really what I'm after. So I could focus on all of those things individually. Are we hitting X business goal? Uh, Or am I losing weight? Am I getting stronger? Am I doing these things? But if I put the solitary 100% focus into either of those boxes, I don't have enough capacity left to hit the other ones. So then that's where I burn out on one thing and move on to the next and then keep going. The purpose of what I'm doing is to have fun and enjoy myself. So if I want to lose weight, I can lose weight. But how can I do that and have fun and keep it simple and essentially just enjoy, enjoy it as best as I can? How can I find the joy in the process? That's really what I'm after. And a lot of people, because of your lack of motivation at the moment, you go, ah, oh, I think I'm burnt out. I don't really know what I'm doing. How's all of this stuff even going to work? Because you're putting 100% of focus into something that isn't going to bring you happiness at the end of the day. That is honestly what I believe. If you lose weight, cool. You've lost weight before. Are we happy? No. What do we need to do to be able to become happy or find the joy in life? I don't fucking know. That's going to be something that's up to you. Habits, behaviors, thought patterns, lifestyle, all of that shit is what you are going to fall back on. I cannot stress that enough. 
when you are stressed, when you are overwhelmed, when you are anxious, when you are in certain negative experience here, you are going to fall back on your habits, behaviors, and thought patterns and belief systems and all that fun stuff. That's why we do such a big, that's why we put such a big focus on changing them and removing them because through the program, you're going to experience overwhelm, frustration, all of that shit. And not from the fact that we're going to cause it, but for the fact that it's just life. That's just going to happen. We're going to get you through either summer or winter or spring and winter. We're going to get you through multiple, through two seasons at least. And how often have you managed to maintain consistency through those different seasons, through winter and spring or autumn and whatever the fuck it is. I'm not good with seasons. <laughs> how consistent? Wow. That was a word. How consistent have you been through those two seasons? Probably, probably not much. 12 week challenges. They cover one season. Fantastic. That's why we're doing what we're doing. The motivation that we're trying to find is even if it's wet, cold, rainy outside and windy and no one fucking likes it. The good news is if you're going to a gym, they're usually air conditioned or heated to like 19 degrees. They're going to be the exact same inside, regardless of what's happening outside. That's why I love the gym. It separates me from my home. It's somewhere I can go to zone out. The weather is fucking dependable pretty much 100% of the time, unless there is obviously an AC broken or something like that. I don't have to worry about the weather. I don't have to worry about what the day is going to be. The only thing I have to do is fucking get there. That's why I love going to the gym. That It removes a lot of variables. And is it going to be busy? Who cares? I'm willing to bet that there is there is more cardio equipment there, typically, than strength equipment. And the chances that there are going to be all of those cardio things occupied at once, whether it's like an elliptical cross trainer, bike, fucking what have you, uh, very low. And then worst case, if I do get there, then I'm like, okay, well, I'm just going to foam roll, stretch out, do whatever, and just wait for one to open. And if it doesn't open, I can say, if I'm not feeling it, that I'm going home because at least I showed up. I know that it's way too busy and I did some foam rolling. At least I still got to the gym. That's what I'm after. That's the habit that I fall back to because I know that if I don't go, I feel like shit and I feel horrible. And then things start to feel really bad from there. So for me, it is more about keeping the habit alive of going to the gym because otherwise I will guilt myself into why didn't you go to the gym today? Why didn't you go to the gym today? And that's something that I really want to keep alive in myself because I know that it's going to be super helpful, not only for right now, but also when we have kids and doing all of that stuff, I want to do my best or put myself in the best position possible for when life actually gets hard. That's where I'm at. So for you listening, why are you so unmotivated at the moment? answer that question. If you can figure out why you're unmotivated, then we can work against it. We can build a plan to be able to come up against that and say, Hey, if you're unmotivated because it's cold, wet, and rainy, well then let's go to the gym. The weather is completely dependable. The weather doesn't matter. The only thing you have to do is get there. Oh, but I don't feel like actually waking up and getting there and getting out of bed. Why not? Well, I don't really want to go to the gym. Okay, cool. What don't you want as well? Well, I don't want to feel like shit and I don't want to do this and I don't want to have to do it later. Cool. Get out of bed, do it now so that you don't have to do it later. So that it's something that is ticked off. You don't have to guilt yourself into it or shame yourself or judge or whatever. And then you can just live your life as if it was going to be a normal day anyway. But God forbid you actually do your training session in the morning or compared to night or whatever it is, whenever it works for you. But at least we know what we're up against. And then we can start labeling it. Because if you're fighting an enemy that you don't know, that's fucking terrifying. But if you can say, I don't like the weather outside. 
cool, well, there's no weather inside the gym. Like, oh, fuck, that's a good point. But then if you still don't want to go to the gym, all of a sudden, going to the gym is not really a goal. It's not really a purpose. There's no emotion tied to it. Because I could say I want to make $100,000 tomorrow. Could I get it? I fucking highly doubt it. I would put a lot of money against me. But would I be able to set goals to be able to make that happen over X amount of time? Yes. But if I wake up and go, oh man, I didn't make $100,000 today. Am I going to be devastated? No. No, I'm not. Because me making $100,000 on that day is not contingent on my self-worth. Now, this is an interesting chat I had with my therapist because I was like, I am my business. If I don't show up, we lose a lot of income. We lose a lot of marketability. We lose a lot of clients and this and that. And if I don't show up, business is fucked, really. And I identify as my business. So when business is good, I feel good. When business is bad, I feel bad. And I'm trying to currently detach those two things. That's going to be a while. Check the podcast in 2024 to see if I actually fucking did it. Uh... <laughs> But the thing that we're really after at the moment is what is going to spark some emotions? Why are you here? Every, everything is to where we are at the moment. I know things in life happen to you and they're sometimes awful and we can't control them. But I honestly believe that we are where we are in life, listening to this podcast right now, wherever the fuck you are. The only thing that has gotten you to exactly where you are right here to be able to listen to the podcast are your decisions and your decisions alone. There may be a fuckload of circumstances that are preventing you or stopping you or constraining you from reaching your goals but how you respond to them yes hello little one god she's everywhere today but how you respond to them and the actions that you take based off of those things and how they affected your life that's up to you i honestly believe that because the amount of shit that has happened to to me I somehow managed to pull myself out of it. Yes, I did ask for help and I did all these things, but I chose to ask for help. Uh, there were times where I didn't choose to ask for help, but it got forced to be like, hey, you have to talk to someone or else fucking this. So that was bad. But there were a lot of times where I could have given up. COVID, for example, I had a very reasonable get out of jail free card. And all I had to do was just say, yeah, yeah, COVID. And everyone would be like, I get it. I totally understand it. But no, I made a different program. I made a different thing. I adapted and said, hey, we're going to be doing this from now on. I say we as if it was heaps of people. It was really just me at that time. Um, I'm going to be doing this. So this is what I want to do. And I moved in that direction. I pivoted. It went well and said, fuck, I wonder how we can upscale this. Kept doing it, kept doing it. And here we are today, adapting with flexibility because I felt like doing these things and it was my decision to get here. There we go. So, you're lacking motivation normally because your goals are shit. That's usually how it is. If you're focusing on weight loss, you will be unmotivated forever. I can guarantee you that. Because there are going to be, particularly for women, menstrual cycle, for example. There are going to be random times during the day or the week where your weight is going to be up even as you do all the right things. And yet you're just going to feel like shit. The scales are going to be up. And we have no, well, there is going to be a reason, but we don't exactly know in that moment what's going on until we get through it and come out the other side and say, oh, it was actually this and this and this. So next time that comes up, I know that I can do this to be able to get through that. You could do all the right things and gain a kilo, but then the next week you could be down two kilos or you could be down that kilo and then push through. You could have lost a lot of fat and then gained a lot of muscle. 
there, there's heaps of variabilities that go into the scales. If you are always chasing the scales for external validation and happiness, you will always be fucking miserable. I can guarantee you that. What is the purpose of you doing what you're doing? Why do you want to do what you do? Is that really why you want to do it? Because I know a lot of people will not be open, honest, and vulnerable with themselves. They won't be curious with themselves to be able to figure out why it is that you want to do something. Are you just spinning your wheels because you don't want to be restful? You don't want to relax? Do you want to use that nervous energy to fill the time in so you feel like you're being productive when in actuality, you're not really doing a whole lot of anything. You're just being busy for the sake of being busy. I know how that goes. <laughs> I know how that goes very well. Why are you doing what you're doing? Why, why are you here? Why are you listening to the podcast? Why do you want to lose weight? Why do you want to get better? Why do you want to change your habits, belief systems, thought patterns, all of that shit? If you can question why and come out of the other end and say, this is exactly why and I'm fucking absolutely sick of it, then congratulations, you have found your motivation. I want to not feel like shit. I am so sick of it being 30, 40 years of me just taking shit from everyone else and not giving myself the time and self-respect that I need to enjoy life. I want to take that time back and this is me. We are looking for something that is emotional. That is why typically the clients that I have that have had shit past experiences, they typically do very well because as I said before, the lower that someone goes, the higher they usually end up going because of the slingshot effect, which is just something that I've made up right now to be able to say people that have been at rock bottom before, they know what rock bottom is like. So then they're typically a lot more positive moving forward because they know, fuck, this is better than rock bottom. So I'm happy. I'm having fun. This is really good. Even though that really good is like, oh, I'm actually in the grand scheme of things compared to this other person not doing so great. But for me, based on past experiences, this is really good. So then we naturally find the positives in the situation to hold on to. Because what the fuck else is there? If we're consistently searching for the negatives, well then, hey, let's just stop now because you're not finding the positives. You're not wanting to find the positives. You're not wanting to change. And every time that you do change or do something good for yourself, it's like, eh, nah. And then it's like, okay, we'll either go get therapy. Nah. Okay, what about this? Nah. What if you could do all of this? Nah. All right, cool. Bye. Hey, where'd you go? Where the fuck do you think I went? <laughs> you weren't doing anything. You were unwilling to change. You were all this, you're all that. And I know that you were more than likely just, there was a cry for help at some point, but you have to take responsibility at some point for why are we unmotivated and beyond? I, I don't know. Can't figure it out. You can reach out for help to me to ask questions and just say, hey, I'm unmotivated as fuck and I don't know why. Can you please help figure it out for me? I can guarantee you one of the first questions I will ask is, cool, what are your goals? Why do you feel unmotivated? What's going on? I will ask the questions that you should be asking yourself to be like, why am I unmotivated? What is going on? What do I really want? What has worked in the past? What has not worked in the past? I will find the big, deep root cause as to what is going on and we will work against that because then it becomes fun. It's like you're slaying a big fucking beast. And then when you, like clients, for example, that are on the transformation program at the moment, I've had, because I've just come back from three weeks off, I've come back and it's sort of like a 50-50. People are like, oh my God, I completely fucking smashed it and I've done really well. And then on the opposite side, people are like, I was completely lost. I fucking sucked at everything. And that's their perspective of it. But most of them did extremely well without me there. And there is someone that is popping to my mind of like, hey, 
I feel like I can do it by myself, but I really don't want to. And I'm glad that you're here because this, 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 and this went wrong. And I hate this, but also like, you know, uh, weight's not down and I'm feeling bad. And I'm like, mate, you went through all of that shit in three weeks and you maintained your weight and still ordered food and still did this. You are fucking rocking it. That is called maintenance. That is called living and dealing with stress at its finest. And it's like, oh, fuck, yeah, I guess you did. And then one week later, hey, I lost another 600 grams. Fuck yeah, that is what we want. That is coaching. That is what I'm here to do. But ultimately, if you are running out of motivation, either DM me on Instagram or book a call through our website or just start asking yourself a shitload of questions and go, why? Why am I unmotivated? What do I really want from this? And get into the deep nitty gritty and be open and honest and vulnerable with yourself because who else is going to be? No one is going to continue this journey for you. A lot of people are going to try and derail you and a lot of things in life are going to try and derail you. But ultimately, you are the engine, you are the steering wheel, you are the driver, you are fucking everything all at once. That is as terrifying as it is empowering because everything that you do from here on out is on you. You can choose to do good, you can choose to do bad, you can choose to not do anything, which will end up being bad anyway, because an indecision is a decision in itself. You either make the decision or the decision makes you, if you've ever heard that one before. So yes, find a really good goal. What is your emotional response? What is your purpose? What is your why? Figure that shit out, because even if you do come into coaching, that is going to be the number one thing that we're going to ask you. What do you want? Why are you here? What's the biggest thing that you are struggling with right now? We go straight into the open, honest, vulnerable, because we assume that that's what you're here for, to change your life. So that's what we're, we're going to ask questions that lead you down that path. So if you want to get a jump start on that, keep listening to the podcast for starters. But secondly, ask yourself these questions as well. So that if you do end up doing coaching or any other sort of program or whatever that we end up launching, you've got a head start on anyone to be like, I know exactly why I'm doing this. That's what we want. Uh, so that is the episode because my throat fucking hurts. That is the episode. If you have any questions, DM me, go through the website, do whatever it is that you need to be doing to be able to get in contact with me and or Laura. Um, otherwise we have a six or eight week program slash kickstart slash challenge that is going to be starting Hopefully in August, maybe September, we don't know. We are brainstorming all of it at the moment. But if you like the idea of an eight-week kickstart or a six-week kickstart or whatever it is, DM us, let us know, give us feedback, what you would like to see, what you would like this challenge or kickstart to be or to do. Uh, and I will ask you a shitload of questions and go back and forth because we are brainstorming and figuring out how do we help as many people as possible for as little as possible without being able to compromise on our beliefs, philosophies, values, and all of that stuff. So it's a hard line when you have morals, let me fucking tell you. But anyway, enjoy the week, enjoy your time, and I'll speak to you all soon.